Welcome to St. James Lutheran Church in Chicago. My name is Pastor Joel Hess, and it's my privilege to talk about Jesus and the hope and the peace we have in Him. Uh, please enjoy the following message, and if you like, uh, support the mission of God here in this area by going to our webpage, stjames-lutheran.org. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Ashes. What does it mean to have ashes? Why do we use ashes, put them in our foreheads? It's not a Lutheran thing. It's not a Roman Catholic thing. It's a Christian thing. It's a God's people thing. You look throughout uh, the, uh, the Bible from uh, Genesis. Uh, Abraham, I think, tells God, I'm just dust and ashes when he recognized who he truly is. Job sits in ashes as he recognizes who he really is in, in God's eyes, next to God, I should say. The people of Jonah, uh, when he went to preach to them, they repented. They immediately just sat in ashes. Why ashes? I remember a couple years ago, friends of ours, uh, their house burnt down and moved, into, moved to Tennessee. I mean, it burnt down to the ground. And all there was, they had pictures as they showed different areas. I mean, it was just black ashes. They tried to find little items, you know, that were special to them, and they were all covered with ashes. This total destruction ashes represent, I think, destruction that we do to one another, the way we burn down people's houses with our little remarks. Our gossip, we take people down a notch, don't we? And I'll bet you've been reduced to ashes by someone's words as well. And the way that we think about ourselves, the way that we hold things up for ourselves and don't share, we leave people sitting in their ashes. As we walk on by, you might make them feel like someone whose life is burnt down. The way we speak, the way we act, sin destroys. Destroys relationships. Destroys the human spirit. And when you sin, it destroys yourself. It corrupts you, who you were made to be. God made us this beautiful creation. And whether it's other people's actions against us or our own, we tarnish and we destroy and we bring it down and we ruin it. I can't imagine as God looks at his creation from the get-go, what he must think of this beautiful thing that he made and what we do with it. Ashes also, I'll say, reminds me of, uh, it doesn't remind me, this morning we had our children's Ash Wednesday, and a number of other people came to that as well, and, and um, asking the kids, what are ashes, what do they mean to you, you know, why do we have ashes, it's a sign of destruction, and then one little girl says, she immediately thought of cremation, it was death, everything reduced to ashes. That's the first thing she had to think of, and it's hard to think of a little girl thinking, of someone she loved reduced to ashes. And they're dark and black as night.
the ashes that we put on our foreheads really represent one of many ashes that we have all over ourselves. From the day we're born, the things done to us or things we have done, we have collected ashes on ourselves with words against us or words that we have accomplished or, or bad actions or things that we do in the dark and we think are hidden, yet they still put ashes upon ourselves or we have been abused or we have abused and our bodies and our hearts are full of ashes. This is just a representation of being a beaten down, tarnished person by our own actions and others. And the question is, what do you do with those ashes? Ask the kids also, if you were to wake up in the morning and have ashes all over yourself and you couldn't get them off, would you go to school? No way, right? <laughs> no, some of the boys actually were like, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. But uh, overall, there's no way. How embarrassing. If you were to walk around, it wasn't in the form of a cross, and people didn't know, oh, this is a Christian thing to do, and it means something. They just saw ashes all over you. You would not go outside. We cleverly hide our ashes, don't we? We cleverly hide our actions, our deeds, and we, we do this in a lot of ways, actually. I think today with technology, we hide our dying <laughs> with all sorts of uh, medical things or even surgery, plastic surgery, right, in Hollywood, etc. They're hiding death and decay as long as they can. And we all do that in one way or the other. We hide our dying people in nursing homes and put them away. What do you do with your ashes? You hide it. Or maybe we pretend that they are not there. Maybe we cover them up by thinking that if maybe we do enough good things, if we can turn our life around, we can hide those ashes and people won't see it. And you'll start looking like a, a better person, a stronger person. And all those self-help books will help you rise above the ashes and cover them up. Or worse, I think, today, we fantasize that our ashes are beautiful, and they're okay. They don't really hurt anybody, and they don't really hurt us. We rationalize the ashes away, and we actually start to convince ourselves that's actually normal humanity. What do you do with your ashes? What ashes do you have Jesus says, give them to me. Christ takes them. Jesus took them as he came into the manger to an impoverty-filled area and took on our flesh. I'll take your ashes. Jesus took those ashes of the woman at the well who was hiding because of her sins, embarrassed because of her life, married seven times, living with a guy, and hiding out in the middle of the day, she knowing that no one would be there. Jesus says, I'll take your ashes. And that man that was brought down into the house by his friends, that paralytic, and Jesus sees him and says, I'll take your ashes and says, I forgive you. And as he walked up the lonely road by himself, receiving the insults and the mockery, he took our ashes with each lash 
I'll take your ashes. And even on that cross, the darkness and the ashes and the scars of all humanity consumed him like fire because he is, as John says, the Lamb of God who's come to take away the sin of the world, the ashes of the world, the scars of the world, your sins and mine. You don't need to hide your ashes, your failures, or your errors in this church, in this community of St. James. Jesus loves to take them. He loves to say, I forgive you. He loves people who are covered with ashes. And on the cross, he says, it is finished. And all sins put upon him, and he buried them forever. They're gone. And in return for us who will put upon all our ashes and all our sins and all our hate and all our anger and all our lusts, they're gone. They are finished, and they are buried. He's taken all of your lusts and greeds and sins gladly because he's madly in love, and I don't know why, with you and with me. And in return, he washes you with the cool, calm waters of baptism, gently cleaning every little crevice of your soul, every little action wiped clean in the waters of baptism by his powerful word of promise. Like a salve, he just puts it on there. And he continues to do so. Today, as you come bearing something, he forgives, he cleans, and he washes, and he takes your ashes. Praise God. That's actually what Ash Wednesday is all about. That's what this whole journey is about. It's about Christ. But we still walk around, and we see our ashes. We know the Lord tells us we're forgiven. We know he says that it's going to be okay, but we see our scars. We see our sins for sure, do you not? And the devil wants to stuff your face in them and say, this is who you are, see. You aren't anything. You're still an ash man. You are still a sinner You're not forgiven. You are ugly. Don't listen to him. The one who's conquered the cross, the one who's risen from the dead, says otherwise. He says, you are a child of God. You are white and clean and beautiful and sinless. And it's going to be okay because one day... One day together, the same crowd is going to gather on that glorious day when Christ comes again. And we'll no longer live by faith. We'll no longer have to look past our ashes. But we will see our resurrected bodies and resurrected souls that have no longer any selfish desire, but actually truly love each other and love that God. And what an awesome day that will be. But for now, trust his word. He's died for you. He's risen. You can trust Jesus' word.
you are clean, free, forgiven. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.